streaming on Paramount Plus. You ready, Bob? Well, all right. Audiences are raving. Bob Marley is electrifying. It's the feel-good movie of the year. You dig? Bob Marley, One Love. Rated PG-13. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. It's a new episode of Cards Cast. Cardinal Authority Senior Writer Michael McCammon here with publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, plenty, as always, going on. Uh, today was kind of a special day, an annual thing uh, that, the, that most of the programs do, but it was Men's Basketball Media Day today. And uh, so we got an opportunity to kind of sit down with all the other people from the press here in town and elsewhere and chit-chat with Chris Mack for about 30 minutes and then took some time to do the same with the, you know just about everybody. Well, I guess all the guys on the roster. So always a, a, yeah. an enjoyable day going out for these media day events. It is, and it's fun to, to meet. I mean, you know, I, I've – I've met the new guys. I've seen them all, but it's fun to see them kind of in that setting. And the first time that they get the the full media effect come in, and, and it's kind of cool. You know, Chris uh, kind of said it in his thing. And if you watch, you, you know, your video of, of what you posted, I mean, you know, people are trying to paint the picture of him call, talking about poison, him talking about the rankings and all that. And really, it's he's answered all the questions, uh, but he's not been very outspoken to me. I mean, he he knows rankings don't mean anything, and he knows that uh, that there's no, um, especially after last Sunday and and getting their tails whipped by Ohio State, that there's no way for them to uh, uh, to look at, at at preseason rankings and get overhyped. I mean, I think the guys know that. It's just. It's just a ranking, and it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, real quick about that Ohio State game, a couple of yep. things that that I was told: a, they were down 24 at one point early in the first, like midway through the first half. They did two 20-minute periods, ran it just like a game. Uh, actually, had the uh, the official scorekeepers and and the, the same table people that they would at a, that they'll have Tuesday night for the Bellarmine game uh, were there. They were down 24 early. They actually cut it to five. At some point, midway through the second, about the, about a third, of, about uh, a, eight, I think eight minutes left or ten minutes left in the in the in the second period, so they actually cut it to five, and then used a lot of energy getting back up and and and, and getting it in, and and then then just kind of lost it, fell apart, and lost up by 19. So, but really, maybe not as bad as maybe it sounded last week. I think the yeah. first half was, but the second half was not as bad as it sounded. Especially you, you know, some of the early things that we were hearing once you know word came out that Louisville's a, Louisville was a double-digit loss to Ohio State. You know, we heard things about turnovers and point, you know, disappointing point guard play and different rhetoric like that. And you know, and then having the opportunity to speak with Chris Mack on Friday at Media Day, you get a little bit of a sense of something different. You know, he instead of concerned about Darius, he mentioned Darius as the guy who possibly stood out more than anybody you know, in, in the secret scrimmage against the Buckeyes. So uh, it's nice to get to a little bit more of the picture uh, and having that opportunity to, to sit down with them. But but certainly, you know, going around the you know, the practice room and talking to the players individually one by one, you could tell that bothered them. Um, it was a nice wake-up call, especially for the youngsters. You know, their first year in college, it's a top-five team. They're like, okay, here we go. This, this, is, this is normal, right? Well, no, boom. You know, as Chris Mack said, they got their ass kicked. So, uh, you know, it's it's nice early wake up call. Um, so looking forward to seeing how they respond on Tuesday. That's for sure. Yeah, in Bellarmine will be a different kind of test. You know, I mean, Ohio yeah. State is a team. Ohio State's a team that is in the top fifteen. They're a team that's legit. 
um, and, and very good. Bellarmine is good, but they're going to test their metal. They're going to test these young guys, and uh, they got to stay home. They got to make sure they know what they're kind of uh, doing against Bellarmine, and then it'll be a different kind of team you see at Miami because it'll be kind of a run and gun up and down the uh, the floor kind of team uh, with Miami in the first one. It's hard to believe that we're less than two weeks away from the opener. I feel really good about this team. I, from what I understand. I think with Malik Williams, first of all, Quinn Zlozinski could play Tuesday night. He had appendicitis. He could play Tuesday night. I'm not sure that he will, and I'm not sure kind of what the status is of are they going to redshirt him and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but he was back today and actually uh, did some more stuff today than maybe what they originally thought. Malik Williams told me this afternoon that he hopes to be back by November 2nd or 3rd. I think that's kind of pushing it for him because that's next weekend. Um, but if he's back by November 2nd or 3rd, then there's a chance he would play in the opener. I still think it'll be uh, not not even that Youngstown State game. I think it'll be that second week of the season before we see Malik. And I do think that we'll see Derry, uh, David Johnson probably the week or so uh, before the Western Kentucky game. So right around Thanksgiving, which to me it is a lot sooner than I kind of anticipated. Because remember when he first got hurt, people were saying, well, he's going to miss the Kentucky game and might not be back until, you know, legit conference play and all that kind of stuff. Well, it doesn't look like that. It looks like um, that he's going to be back before uh, Thanksgiving is over. So a good positive update there. Yeah, David Johnson obviously resumed non-contact practice, uh, I guess, on Monday. And in in a couple days, he'll he'll get back to full contact. And, you know, you could tell today he was pretty excited. You know, with Malik, you know, he's been in a boot and and saw him today and was out of the boot. You know, the first thing he said to me, he goes, pitchers only. He goes, then I'm going right back in the boot. But, but uh, you know, obviously it sounds like he's pretty confident in his progression as well. And, you know, and, and I'm looking forward to getting him back. We heard from Chris uh, as well today, talk more. And he has, you know, in the past about, you know, playing Malik and Steven together. So looking forward to seeing as those two, in, you know, mesh together and become more of a force, uh, you know, down low for the Cardinals. So, you know, really exciting, you know, to, to see how things get going. Obviously, as, as we all know, difficult test to, to get it going November 5th ACC game at Miami. So going to be a yeah. challenge right out of the gate for sure. No, I totally will, Michael. And uh, just a quick little note, not a whole lot of uh, of an update uh, as far as uh, recruiting goes, but um, uh, Jalen Terry is, uh, look, Card's got, they've got two commitments now after last week. Uh, we did our special podcast on, uh, on uh, the Dre Davis uh, commitment on, on Sunday, but now um, with two commitments, a couple spots that they can use left. Uh, JJ Trainer, Cincinnati was four deep. That means the head coach, John Brandon, and all three assistant coaches in to see J.J. Trainer in Bargetown on Thursday night. So they're legit. They're legit. They're they're uh, they're it's Louisville and Cincinnati in that. And from what I understand, pretty much everybody around J.J. Trainer wants him to go to Louisville. And I think the kid will end up at Louisville. But I think, he, you know, Cincinnati was has been there for a long time. And I think he really, yeah. truly um, is is kind of wants to play it out and see uh, see kind of uh, the different things. So I, I, I like I said, I think he's going to end up at Louisville. I think it's just going to take it'll just take a little while for uh, for him to decide that. But I think Louisville is is going to end up getting him uh, at some point down the road. Um, and then with Jalen Terry, Chris Mack and Luke Murray went to uh, visit him uh, on Thursday. Another great visit. He's visiting LSU officially this weekend. I don't worry about him committing this weekend. I mean, I guess crazy things can happen, but 
I kind of don't worry about him committing. Uh, I if it's my of my opinion that the visit will get worked out to where he will be uh, among several official visitors. So that would mean a couple of younger guys, a couple of 20, uh, 21 guys on the Youngstown State weekend, which is November 10th weekend, that first weekend. So uh, I think Louisville's in good shape with him. I don't think, uh, you know, I'm not ready to say that they're going to get him yet, but I think they're in very good shape with him. Uh, he likes Chris Mack, loves Luke Murray. Uh, they've got some connections there uh, in uh, in Michigan from some guys that they recruited uh, at Xavier. So they the, the people around him know uh, the style and the system and all that kind of stuff. So I think uh, Louisville's in pretty good shape there. And I do look for him to announce at some point in the near future that he'll visit that weekend on November 10th, which would be nice to get. Football, Ron Michael, let's get recruiting out of the way, first of all, for football. Um, yep. Jordan Watkins will be back on campus. I honestly don't know what he's waiting on. Uh, and, and, and I like the kid. <laughs> Yeah, that's but, but he's going like it's gotten to that point. Yeah, he's going to wait. He's going to wait a while and they're going to go on and move. There's a, there's a kid three star Mike Petaway from Alabaster, Alabaster, Alabama, who's visiting tomorrow, who's been up here for camp and really, really talked highly of Louisville the last time he was here. He has an offer. And, uh, you know, Jordan Watkins is going to wait and wait and wait. And he's not going to have a spot uh, is is what I that's kind of the gut feeling. Uh, that I get, I do think he's going to end up at Louisville, and I don't, I don't know why he hasn't at this point uh, go ahead and, and done this uh, yet. So, uh, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, if he does it after this visit, it will be the fourth visit in less than three weeks uh, uh, to campus for. Uh, uh, um, actually, it'll be the fifth visit in less than three weeks, is what it was, because he's been to three straight. This will be three straight games plus two other visits. So. Uh, Like I said, I'm not sure what he's waiting on, but uh, hopefully he does something soon. He's the next one that we are watching. He would be 24 uh, on the list. And then I think this weekend, the the official visitors, Michael, Ja'Korian, Braden Smith is already committed. Ja'Korian Bennett is a high target. They really like this kid from Hutchinson. His offer sheet doesn't look great. Uh, but if you watch his game film, this kid can get after it. And, uh, and, and I really like him and they look at him kind of like they look at Monty Montgomery last year as a guy who can come in and just play right away. So, uh, he would be a big get if they can get him out of this official visit this weekend. Uh, and then they've got a bunch of other guys. I think I counted about 65 total guys, uh, that I have on our list on the, on the website. So, uh, another big weekend for recruiting. Yeah, you know, as we've talked about the, in length many times, you know, that number looks like it's, it's pretty much set on 28. And, you know, obviously room is closing up. So we'll be interesting to see if and when. I don't think it's really a matter of if, but more of a question of when Jordan Watkins does pop, you know. And as you pointed out, I mean, you know, recruiting's an interesting thing. You, you can go from a great situation, and then if you wait too long, you know, it, it, some schools can't wait, you know, because there's, again, only so much room. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But like you, I think he does end up uh, at Louisville again. He's, you know, Josh Minkins, you know, the commit that's been there at every game will be again there tomorrow. The two of them are extremely close. And, you know, I think Josh has been pretty instrumental in Jordan's decision to flip as well, potentially flip, I should say, uh, right. as well. So, well, but, uh, and I think uh, one of my guys, the, one of the guys who will be there expected to be there tomorrow with the rain, you kind of never know, but one of the guys expected yeah. to be there is kind of my under the radar commitment, kind of my guy who I think next year will come in and really help them out, but is right now a little bit under the radar. And that's three star tight end Dwayne Martin from Lauren, South Carolina. 
He'll yeah. be there. Minkins will be there. And Luke Kandra from Cincinnati, the uh, commitments will be there. And then maybe two of my favorite names that uh, in the recruiting cycle uh, that I've seen this year are going to be on campus tomorrow. And that's a 2020 offensive lineman from Millbrook, Alabama named Rufus Carl Jones. I just, I'm not sure why, but yeah, it's Lil Rufus is his, is his Twitter name. I love Rufus Carl. Jones. Nice. And yeah. then there's a quarterback at a 2022 quarterback. Um, and he is from Centennial high school down in Tennessee, which is I think near uh, between Nashville and Murfreesboro. So just outside of Nashville and his quarterback's name is, Cannon Plowman and a cannon, a quarterback who's got a cannon and who can plow over guys. I gotta love him. Cannon Plowman uh, might be my best name that I've seen all year for, a, especially for a quarterback. Yeah, you know, but again, and, and one thing that needs to be pointed out to me with each game, this staff has really done a, a you know an impressive job on who they brought in. You know, we've seen you know previous times. Sometimes it's more of let's just get a a number, a large group in here. So you know, the large number sounds impressive, and and they've had large numbers. They, I'm not saying that, but you know, through all the different classes, I think they've done a great job with the current 2020 class, and and now they've been able to get a little more selective with the the smaller room, and now with the 2021 and 2022 kids, they've been having some of the top targets in this area within the city and state on campus multiple times. So you know, I think they've done a fantastic job with the unofficial visits uh, throughout the season. Yeah, one thing this weekend, there's a, about six or seven guys who are coming down from the Chicago area, and I believe they're coming together. Uh, but that's good. That's that's a great area to get into. Court Dennison yeah. is the guy up there, and uh, they haven't been into that area much and in, uh, in, a, in a nice area to get into. But as far as the game is concerned, um, Michael, I mean, it's supposedly going to be ugly. It's going to be rainy. Um, I, it's going to be ugly, right? Yeah, but before we get into that, uh, for those that are listening to it, you're probably listening to the Cards Cast on, you know, on CardinalAuthority.com, but you may be listening to your favorite podcast outlet. Either way, um, do go to your favorite podcast outlet. It could be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others, a number of others. Just search Cardcast if you haven't done already. Give it a, a follow, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. And that, that way, whenever we have you know these regular ones that we do, or like we saw last week and in, in the last few days, these special commitment episodes, you'll kind of get an alert through, uh, you know, the app that you listen to podcasts through the tape. There's a new unexpected sometimes, uh, you know, cards cast that comes out. And Jody, those are always fun, but, you know. The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. As you mentioned, this is a, a big game for Louisville. You know, Virginia coming in five and two, three and one in the ACC. The the cross division rival, if you will, Louisville. You know, two games away from from bowl eligibility. So this is you know a big game. Obviously, as you said, it could get ugly. Um, things I, I don't know. I don't want to if I want to say improved, but the weather isn't as bad. It, initially, it was like it's going to be 100% downpour all day. Now numbers are like more like 75% during a kickoff. So we'll see how it, it pans out through the day. But certainly early, and it's already put forced a cancellation of the card march, but it certainly sounds water in for, some form or fashion is going to play a role in, in this game against Virginia. 
Yeah, and I don't know that it's a bad thing. I mean, Louisville's been good against uh, Louisville has been good against uh, the run this year, and I think Louisville. Uh, will be good against the run against Virginia. Um, you know, Bryce Perkins is the guy that can hurt them. And Joe yeah. Reed's really the guy that can hurt them. I mean, we did a story uh, at Cardinal Authority. The key matchup this weekend is for Louisville not to get hurt in this in special teams. If they can slow down, uh, if they can slow down Joe Reed, that's going to do wonders for the Louisville team. They Virginia's average starting field position is 30 at the 35 and a half yard, 37 and a half yard line. So almost the 38 yard. That's huge compared yeah. to their opponents. It was like the 25. So, um, you know, that's one thing to me um, is uh, where the, the weather could affect things. And uh, Blanton Creaky has to be really good tomorrow. And the coverage teams have to be really good. They do. Um, and obviously the Louisville defense, as you pointed out, has to do well against you know the run, especially if it's raining, then they're, they're going to lean on the run and Bryce Perkins ability to, to run on his own even more so. Uh, you know, and, and if that's the case, like C.J. Avery said to us yesterday or a couple days ago, I should say now after practice, you know, that allows the defense to kind of lock in and they liked it. Let's them take a little pride in how well they can stop the run. So the Louisville defense will need to do that. And you know, whenever you get rain, turnovers could be big. So it could come down to that. And I think this one has a chance. And I think Virginia right now is a three, three and a half point uh, favorite right now. Could be one of those like five of the previous seven that come within a touchdown or less once the, the final game is is over. So could be a tight ball game and curious to see how much the weather does impact it. Yeah, and a couple of things to watch tomorrow. We'll be watching and we'll update you in the morning when we find out um, for certain. But a couple things to watch is – I've been told there might be a change uh, for Louisville at the uh, at the center position. Um, so if that's the case, it would be it would be um, uh, T- it would be T.J. McCoy going out, and it would be Cole Bentley uh, becoming the center tomorrow for, to start. So we'll have to wait and see. I still anticipate McCoy to play, but I think we'll again we'll see a new uh, a new center uh, for Louisville, and also. I can't imagine Hassan Hall is going to uh, is going to play tomorrow. So it's just uh, one of those deals where I think Hassan's going to be out. Yeah. So look for Maurice Barkley to potentially get you know a few carries tomorrow against Virginia. Yeah, Maurice Berkeley, I think Aiden Robbins, and I do also think the Jalen Mitchell that we will see them tomorrow. So, but we'll keep you updated all day tomorrow morning. Yep. Uh, a big, huge uh, alumni day. There's going to be several hundred former Louisville players that are going to be at an event beforehand. Michael, you and I both will be there. We'll have reports from that, and we will also uh, obviously have reports from the games, uh, from the game tomorrow, and uh, hopefully at some point or another there will be a Jordan Watkins special cards cast that uh, when he does commit uh, we will do a special one on just how uh, uh, that affects the Louisville Cardinals but for tonight that's the card cast and uh, Michael McCammon Jody Demling uh, we will see you soon cards and Virginia tomorrow at 3 30.